The Lord in His infinite wisdom created seasons, and they all have purpose. But did you know that there are spiritual seasons as well? So, what season are you living in? Well, if you don't know, this episode can help you find out. Please join me and Pastor Roy Patterson as we discuss the importance of knowing your season. I guarantee this is going to change your life, so please stay tuned. Hey everyone, it's MJ. Thank you for joining me once again. I hope you are having an amazing day today. I just want to take this time to say thank you to all of our listeners and subscribers. And those of you who are new to the Change My Life family, welcome. I hope that you will subscribe. There'll be many inspirational episodes that will be coming your way. And don't forget, you can stay connected with us on social media. We are on Facebook as well as Instagram at Change My Life Podcast. So thanks again for your love and support. Okay, I am super excited about today's episode and my very special guest. He has graduated from Moody Bible Institute and Trinity International University. He has served as a youth pastor for 10 plus years. He has also pastored the New Life Baptist Church in Chicago Heights for 11 years. He's currently the host of two national Moody radio programs, Music for Sunday and Urban Praise Radio. And he currently serves as the Community Relations Director at Moody Bible Institute. And I am so honored that he is here with us today. None other than Pastor Roy Patterson. Thank you for being here. (laughs) Hey, I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Yes, yes. And so today... We're going to talk about seasons. Okay. And, you know, naturally we have seasons. We have spring, summer, winter, and fall. Right. And they all have their purpose because God created them. You even have some countries that have a rainy season and a dry season. But there are seasons spiritually as well. Hmm. Yeah. And it's very important to know what season you're in. Right, 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 right. I agree with that. Yeah, so that's what we're going to speak about today. Okay. Because I feel like people who are in the wrong season, and I don't want to, I don't want to get too deep into it, but people who are in the wrong season, that could be detrimental to your life. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right. Uh, the Bible says that there's a time um, for every season, and um, it's so important that we know what's going on. I, I love what you just said. There's winter, spring, summer, and fall, and um, in the Midwest, which is where I'm from, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, even though technically it's spring, it still feels like it's winter. <laughs> uh, we've had snow and uh, we've had storms. And then we've had days that were 70 degrees. And it is so funny that um, you really know where you're at so that um, you can not only dress accordingly, but you can live Accordingly, And so I, I really want to encourage people to uh, seek the face of God and to get wisdom, get insight on, um, on what he's doing. And, um, and then, then I want to give you some illustrations on, on people that were in a different season. So uh, if you want, I can dive into it. Exactly. So, yeah, Pastor Patterson, I heard a message that he preached, and it was entitled, Know Your Season. Right, right. And I said, that is so relevant for today. I got to interview him, so that's why we are here, ladies and gentlemen. So you told a funny story about a woman who was dressed 
for the wrong season. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I had uh, decided to go for a walk, and uh, it was the day after Father's Day. And as I'm walking down the street, I see a lady who's got on a winter coat, and uh, she's carrying uh, two laundry bags, one in the left hand, one in the right hand. And it's it's got to be 74 degrees outside. <laughs> It's 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 already hot. It's only eight o'clock in the morning, and so uh, I walk past her, <laughs> and um, something in me said, "You should go back and help her." And I was like, "Oh no!" I just preached at um, a service yesterday. I'm tired. Let me just focus on this walk. And uh, Amen. That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> I kept walking, and it's like, "You should go back." Uh, no, that's not what I'm gonna do. What I'm gonna do is go for this little walk and then get back to work. Eventually, the voice was uh, so um, persistent, I turned around like Alvin. Okay. <laughs> I turned around, went back, and uh, I walked past the lady, and um, and then I got maybe 100 feet in front of her. Then I turned around. I walked toward her, and I said, excuse me, miss, excuse me. Uh, she said she had some earphones in, so she took those out like, yes, what's up? Um, I just wanted to know, are you okay? Do you need some help? And her response to me um, was, do I look like I need some help? Oh. Do, why are you stopping me? I'm sick of people stopping me and, and trying to uh, tell me I need some help. What, what, what are you talking about? And so at that point, I said, you know what? I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. Uh, I thought you did need some assistance. Let me keep going. And so she um, persisted in saying, no, no, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Stay where you at and tell me why you think I need some help. And she went on to, you know, to just to say, you know, that's the, black people do that all the time. Uh -oh. They're always stopping me. And I'm just like, okay, how we poor black people and all this? <laughs> what, what, what are we doing? So, again, I told her, no, let me keep it moving. I'm so sorry. No, you, you're not leaving. You're going to tell me. Um, eventually, I just walked away. What I what I wanted to say to the woman, if she had been open to it, was I could help get you a a place of lodging. Uh, I know some places in town. Uh, I could help you carry those bags that you've got. Um, I, I, I'd love to do that. And uh, to be honest, I'm concerned because you dress for the winter, but you're living in the summer. Oh, I, I, I just want to give you some help. And, and because she didn't know her season— it did prompt me to think about what season am I in? Mm. How, how am I living? Um, you think of Joseph for a second. He went through so many seasons. I mean, the season of rejection from his family, a yes. uh, season of being uh, accused by Potiphar's wife and thrown into prison. Season of isolation. Come on, somebody. Yes. And then um, he, he gets into a season of prosperity where he's exalted by Pharaoh, who he did not know, did not have any connection with. Probably the last person in the world that a prisoner would have access to is Pharaoh. But God has a way of working out his will and getting you where you need to be to walk in your season. And so now, and, and this is fascinating to me, uh, Joseph could have said, you know what? I've been in a season of pain, rejection, isolation, and now Pharaoh want to ask me for a favor, <laughs> interpret his dream. Oh, no, we ain't doing that. Matter of fact, I'm going to take pleasure in telling him off. Uh, my life really ain't worth living, so the he do me a favor by killing me. I'm sick of this. The Bible says he shaved, he put on some new clothes that I'm sure they provided. He went humbly before Pharaoh and had the... Holy Ghost audacity to say, Pharaoh, uh, I can't interpret your dream, but God can. And this is what God is saying. What? 
Most people would have been lost in a previous season, but he stepped into this one. And speaking of seasons, he said there's going to be a season of prosperity, of overflow, abundance, Mm. and then there's going to be a season of famine. You need to do what you need to do in the season of prosperity. You need to store up. You need to make sure that there is some kind of um, income outlet. There needs to be something that's set aside so that when that season of famine does come, you're ready. And at that point, Pharaoh says, well, who could we get better to do this than you? And he went from prisoner to um, prime minister in just a matter of moments. The wow. season shifted just that that quickly. And so um, I'm, I'm fascinated that uh, there are seasons and, and God— um, God is the weatherman, you know? He is. He, and not only can he see what's coming up, he can manipulate, he can dictate the season that you will be in. And the season can work for you mm. um, if, if you let it. You're helping somebody. Well, it's am, helping me while I'm talking. <laughs> you are helping somebody with this. So I've really enjoyed that story. Can you tell the listeners what is the danger of living in the wrong season? Well, the message that you heard, um, uh, and you mentioned the title already, Know Your Season, it really was based on the story of Esther. And it was it really focused on that passage where uh, Mordecai says, um, your people need your help. And, you know, this crazy man, Haman, is going to try to kill all of us. So talk to your husband and, and intervene. And, and her response is, and it's so fascinating, is nothing I really can do because if I go to the to the king, and he doesn't extend the golden scepter, uh, I'm toast. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. he could kill me. So he hadn't called for me in 30 days. So I wish I could help you, but I can't. And Mordecai's response, you would have thought he would have said, well, baby, you know, I raised you from a child and just do what you can. I pray that the Lord will give you strength. He doesn't say that. What he says is, uh, don't think for a minute just because you queen that, that God is going to spare you. You a Jew just like us. And God will raise up deliverance from someplace else. So uh, you need to be about it. That's that's what's up. Of course, that's my paraphrase. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my little paraphrase of it. And so what happened was she was in a season of, I'm straight. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm in the palace. It might affect y'all, but it's not going to affect me. And I wish I could. Uh, that's a season of hesitance, a season of there's nothing I can do about it. Um, but God, through Mordecai, encouraged her, step into a new season of boldness, mm. of fearlessness, uh, of taking the initiative. I, I know what the king has decreed, but, um, you know, if we were in church right now, I'd say, but how many of y'all know there's a king above <laughs> kings? There, there's a decree above decrees. <laughs> God has a way of getting you from point A to, to point B, from getting you uh, from uh, the winter season to the spring season to the summer season. And so sure enough, she uh, fasts for three days and um, three nights, and, and she's blessed. So let me go back to your question. Uh, question is, what would happen if you are living in the wrong season? Mordecai said you could die there. Oh. You, you don't, you don't want to do that. Now step into this new season uh, because you were born for such a time as this. This, this, this is what's happening. So are you going to be about it or what? And uh, I love Esther's response. She did not say, you know, I'm queen, so you need to bow down. I, I know you helped me before, but I could kill you, so don't play with me. <laughs> I'm Esther. Say my name. Say my name. <laughs> 
she she does not do that. She she submits herself to Mordecai, who was actually her uncle, and um, and he raised her and said, "Okay, all right, we're gonna fast, we're gonna pray, and if I perish, I perish." And, and you know what's fascinating about that? And this thought just hit me. I'm glad we're doing this interview. Um, basically, what Mordecai is saying: "You will die if you don't do this. You you need to do this." And she says, "If it kills me." I'm going to step into the next season. Mm. If I perish, I perish. But I'm going to see the king. And God has a way of uh, allowing you to step out. And that's yes. what he told Peter. He said, launch out into the deep. And he caught more than he ever could have caught before, more than he could have dreamed. And even when Peter said to him, Lord, if it's really you walking on the water, let me, let me uh, come out there too. And you know what? The Lord says, Come. Sometimes there's a season of initiative. You just go on and and um, desire it. And the Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord. He'll give you the desires of your heart. Peter walked on the water. And I know he almost drowned. I, I know that. <laughs> That's because he took his eyes off Jesus. Yes. But the bottom line is this. It was an initiative that was taken, and it, 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 it just propelled him into a season of having a testimony that no one else has ever had. Yep. That is awesome. Yeah, God is good, isn't he? You said that if you're in the wrong season, you can die there? Yeah, yeah. I I, I think she had to she had to make a move because Haman was crazy. And and that is a natural thing, but I feel like spiritually that can happen too, right? Yeah, I I, I think so. And 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 by death, I like the way you just put that actually, because uh, we certainly are not saying that God has cursed you or or you're gonna just drop dead, but but uh. Someone has put it like this. If you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards. And uh, exactly. certainly if you're not living, you're dying. Ooh. And I, I don't want to be the walking dead. Come on, somebody. Come on. I, I want to be a person that is abiding in the vine, that, that is so much in the center of God's will that I'm going where he wants me to go and being what he wants me to be. And even like Joseph, the reality was he was in prison for all those years. But God was still with him. The Bible says over and over again, God was with him. So even if God has you on hold, as it were, in a situation, you say, oh, man, I could be the king. I'm David. I should be. I should have Saul's position. David waited. I, I want to tell somebody that right now. Go on and wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. He will strengthen your heart. Make sure you know your season. Because if you get someplace before you're supposed to get there, you could be messed up. It's sort of like somebody that wants to drive and they're only eight years old. Um, you need to wait a while. You 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 can barely get to the accelerator. You can barely get to the brakes. Wait a while. Be patient and let God deal with you where you're at. This is good stuff. Yeah, yeah. This is good stuff. God so is good. one thing about seasons is you mentioned in the very beginning is timing. Your yep. time. Yep. So Steve Jobs, he said a quote. What do you say? He said, Your time is limited. So don't waste it living someone else's life. Come on, somebody. What, what are your thoughts on that? I think he's absolutely right. And um, the challenge for any of us that want to aspire is to see somebody successful and we begin to emulate or imitate them. And um, God has a million ways to bless us. He does. Uh, none of our fingerprints are the same. None of our eyes are exactly the same. Uh, God is so great, so powerful, and so... Uh, you ought to be who you are. I never forget this preacher, Elder Spells, Church of God in Christ. Um, his his daughter was my spiritual mentor, and um, so grateful for her. 
And so we were visiting him one day, and uh, she said, hey, you're going to Moody. Why don't you give us a Bible a Bible lesson? So I taught a, a very brief Bible lesson. And this man has preached all over the, the world and is um, revered. And so this is what he said. He said, you know what, uh, Brother Patterson, uh, you, you are different. Mm. You're unique. He said, whatever you do, don't let anybody make you who they want you to be. Just be you. And, and I've never forgotten that. I've never, ever forgotten that. I, I, I have a peace. I have a joy. I have a stability in being me. Nobody can out-be me like me. Yes. It, you, you, just, you just need to do what you do. And so I also don't despise other folks being themselves. Exactly. You know, go on and do what, what God has put in your heart, and, and uh, we can have harmony. I mean, I can't, I can't sing soprano. <laughs> I really can't. I, I mean, I got a falsetto, but I can't sing soprano. Uh, but I thank God when I can hear harmony, three-part and uh, sopranos be sopranos. Please don't try to sing bass. You you look crazy. Amen. Uh, go on and uh, <laughs> go on and do your part, and then let's go on and enjoy God together. And I believe we make a bigger and better impact. I think that's very important to be yourself. Yep. I, I think sometimes people they look at other people and the season that they're in and all of that. Yep. And they say, I want to be that. I want to, you know, but you don't know like the process or anything you like don't. that. You really have to just focus on your own life yep. and your own season. That's, you know, that that's so good. You know why I think that's, that's uh, so insightful. You know, most of us that do like sports, um, we like watching people play the game. We love seeing people dunk or, or score a touchdown or, getting a hole in one, but what we do not enjoy is watching them practice. That season of preparation. Preparation. Yeah, I like what Daryl Coley sang with Wilmington Chester Mass Choir. He's preparing me. He's preparing me, yes. and, and we should not despise that discipline. We should not despise that season of preparation because if you go into something ill-prepared, you might succeed at it, but it could destroy you. Mm. And uh, you, you don't want that. Um, now, I'm I'm a fan of Will Smith. I, I love him. I'm praying for him. Yes. I really, really am. I, and I, I want to tell people to get off of him. Uh-oh. The uh, only difference between Will Smith and many of us is that he did what he did in front of millions of people. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's been many people that have been slapped, have been cussed out, have been towed up, uh, been drunk, have been involved in uh, immorality, et cetera. They just didn't do it in front of millions of people. Obviously, something snapped in him. Mm-hmm. Um, but but what my concern is, is uh, when you get to a place that's uh, a blessing, that's supposed to help you. I, I like what Denzel said to him. In your biggest moment, that's when the devil will come for you. It's true. And that, I'm, I'm going to add to this. So if you ever if you ever interview Denzel, which <laughs> would not surprise me, but if you ever do, it, tell me to come on over. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I would say to Denzel, uh, the devil is is working on you the whole time so that when you get to that seat, that when you get to that moment, uh, there will be something that will, will uh, not only crack, but will snap, crackle, and pop. Because that was supposed to be a night of celebration. I watched that award show just to see him win. And when that happened, I thought it was fake. I thought that this was a skit. This was a gag. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and I'll, I'll say this. Um, if you're not careful, you won't be prepared. And and I just thought with all my heart, the last piece, last person in the world who ever would have done what Will Smith did was Will Smith. Yes. I could see some other people doing it, but not him. And so— um, 
let that season of preparation get you to where you need to go. Again, much love to Will, to Jada, the family, Chris Rock, everybody. Much, much love. And let's us all pray for each other and move on. Uh, amen. Let's go from Will Smith right. to Ukraine. You know, there's, uh, amen. There's so much, so many other things that are happening. It's true. Let's just be loving. But let's be prepared because God's got something great. I just don't want to be a, um, have you ever heard this phrase? I, I don't, I don't want to be a, a public wonder and a private blunder. And I believe that my blundering will catch up with me. Okay. I don't want, I don't know. Right. I, I'd rather just be a private success that leads to public success. Help me to do help me to do that uh, than to um, have a life that's that's inconsistent with the will of God. Nobody's perfect, but I, I sure don't want to have all kind of cracks and creaks so that when my big day comes, um, I stumble, fall, and uh, people mock me as they stand over me. God help us today. Exactly. Exactly. So I have one more quote. Let's do it. By Harvey McKay. And he said, he's talking about time. Okay. You can't own it, but you can use it. Mm. You can't keep it, but you can spend it. Mm. Once you've lost it, you can never get it back. Yeah. I believe that. I believe that with all my heart. Um, We need to value time. I'm I'm, I'm much, much older than you. And uh, I was telling my wife the other day that I'm, I'm... I'm looking at life through a different lens. I really, really am. And I'm uh, trying to to maximize my time. And I'm trying not to waste time. I'm, I'm trying my best not to. Exactly. I, I want to enjoy life. I want to enjoy people. I want to uh, do what needs to be done. And so when uh, Mordecai says, you know, who knows, maybe you were born for such a time as this, in essence, you need to be about it. Hurry up. Get this done. Uh, I need you to maximize this moment. Because uh, if you don't, it could be uh, a calamity. And so um, I, I say let's love harder. Let's laugh harder. Um, let's be more patient. Let's be more forgiving. We don't have a whole lot of time to waste. At any moment, something crazy could happen. Uh, let's let's use the time God has given us to do the best we can, be the best we can, to seek him and obey him. That's what we got to do. That's yeah. what this time is about. And time is going to transition into eternity. And uh, when eternity does happen, I want to hear him say, well done. Amen. That's all That's all I want to hear him say, children. Amen. Well done, good and faithful servant. And I think people should really embrace your season. Yeah. Stop trying to hold on to the last season. You said something If there. it's over, it's just over. And, you know, sometimes that happens a lot with relationships. It does. Friendships. Yep. We try to hold on. I feel like people are ordained to be in your life for a certain season. Yes. For a certain time. Right. But sometimes we try to hold on to people. And if the season is over, mm. it's just over. It just is. And I feel like if you hold on to these seasons, like you said, you can die in it. It can become toxic to you. Mm. So it's just important for you to really embrace the season that you're in. A lot of people, they don't like being in places that are unfamiliar. Mm. They want to stay in that familiar place. They they want to be comfortable. But sometimes God is pushing you to a place that's uncomfortable, hmm. not familiar, but it's for you to grow and it's for you to develop. Come on, somebody. No, it's true. I just, some it people, they don't want to let go. And sometimes you just have to let go. Let go and let God. That's what Dwayne would say. Let go and let God. Just let go of the, the past. Yes, Embrace the present. Yep. 
look forward to the future. That's it. Right? No, you're absolutely right. And, and it's funny because you can pray for something, and then when you get it, you're tripping. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It, it's, it's, it's really like, I can't wait to get married. Then you get married, and um, you, to be honest, you don't have the freedom you used to have. That's not just women. <laughs> that's men as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you need to be considerate. Uh, you you got to, I think, if you want to have a successful marriage, you, you need to share. And um, you need to develop together. You you, you just need to. You, so uh, sometimes you get what you want, but you don't want what you got. But if you want to uh, move forward, come on now, adjust. Yes. <laughs> you just you just need to adjust. Sometimes people want a different job. Man, I was just reading this book uh, called Sticky Teams. Have you heard of this book? I have not. I, so I had never heard of it either, but I'm, I'm taking a class on uh, power. It's a leadership class. Anyway. Come on here. And so uh, so so in the, in the book, the guy is saying, uh, that it's sort of like um, when it comes to developing your team and the church is really, really growing. He said, at first you start off as a track star. It's just you. But you're praying, God, help us to grow. And so you're making decisions, you're making moves. And then as he said, the next level is you have a golf buddy. It's two of you making things happen. And you're laughing, you're talking and uh, having conversations, making decisions. It's great. He said, but then the next thing is a basketball team. He said, it's not as much camaraderie, and different people play their own roles in that. I thought, huh, that's interesting. He said, it's, it's, it's better, but it's not the same. Hmm. He said, but then it's the football team. So you got defense, you got offense, and to be honest, one side might not know what the other side is doing. Mm-hmm. But everybody wants to win. Mm-hmm. And so he said, so now it's not like um, having – a golf buddy where you run stuff by each other, you know, while you're going to get coffee and doing da-da-da. Now decisions are made and you're just like, hey, I didn't know we were deciding to do that. I didn't know we were going that direction. And if you're not careful, you'd be so used to the track star, the golf buddy, or even the basketball days. But now you're on the football team with, with uh, you know, maybe 100 people instead of just the one. Are you willing to transition in this season to not only get something better, but to do what's necessary to stay better. Am I making sense? Okay. It's super duper important that you matriculate, that you develop. And sometimes development is painful, but it's super duper necessary. All right. So one other thing just jumped jumped in my heart while you were talking. Uh, my, my grandchildren love red light, green light. Okay. You remember that game? Yeah, I do. And so uh, my granddaughter was over this weekend and Papa, Papa, play red light, green light, play red light, green light. This is just her. <laughs> and so she's she's uh, crawling on the floor, even though she's four years old. I don't know why she's crawling on the floor because she's definitely running. Well, and so I say red light, and she doesn't move. Green light, and so she moves as fast as she can. Uh, now go back in the time machine about a year ago. I say red light or green light, she just starts running. And I'm like, wait a minute, you're out if you run on the red light. Mm-hmm. Stay. Wait for the green light. Um, I I, I want to say to somebody that um, sometimes God has you on the red light. Stop. Exactly. Don't don't move. But when he's got you on the green light, please move. Go. Yes. Go. Go fast. Go hard. And, and, and stay, stay in his momentum. But look to the Lord to direct your steps. The Bible says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Watch him. Trust him. And it's okay. And I, I, I want to say this, too. Um, no, whatever season you're in, God loves you. God cares about you. God's got you. And even if you, you've tried to live like it was spring and, and it's summer now, 
He still loves you. He still got you. <laughs> Amen. He still can help you. Uh, know your season and know this of a certainly. He knows the season that you're in, and he will help you get to where you need to go. That is a, a marvelous conclusion. Hmm. I didn't even have to ask the last two questions. Hmm. You just answered. <laughs> Isn't that something? <laughs> you just answered it. Pastor Patterson, I really appreciate you um, being on the show today. Glad to be here. And giving us so much wisdom and knowledge in this area. This was so good, and I feel like it's so relevant for today. Well, I appreciate you. Um, I appreciate what you do, and uh, you're a gift to the body of Christ. Oh, thank you. Do you mind saying a prayer for our listeners? Because someone may, after listening to this, they may still be kind of confused about what season they're in. Maybe they're struggling in letting go of a season. Maybe they're scared to go into a new season. So if you don't mind saying a prayer for those people. Dear God, thank you for allowing us to be together. Thank you for people that are listening all around the world. I pray in the name of Jesus, they'll have a real heart to love you and to listen to you, to uh, know when you're saying red light, when you're saying green light, um, and to be faithful, to uh, trust that you love them with an everlasting love. Your will is perfect. And um, thank you that we don't have to be rocket scientists, spiritual rocket scientists to figure out your will. You will lead us. You will guide us. Help us to dress uh, accordingly. And for some of us, it's a season of prosperity. Uh, help us to be generous in it. For some of us, it's a season of warfare. Help us to uh, dress for that season. Put on the whole armor of God, helmet of salvation, a breastplate of righteousness, a belt of truth, feet shy with the preparation of the gospel of peace. God, help us to um, joyfully serve you, obey you, follow you. Help us to remember one more time that you sent Jesus, hallelujah, you sent Jesus to die for us, and he rose again and has given us power, whatever season we're in, to accomplish your will. We submit ourselves to you now, and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you again so thank much you. for being thank here. Thank you. And don't forget, you can stay connected with us on social media. We are on Facebook as well as Instagram at Change My Life Podcast. Wow. Who knew being in the right season would change my life?